Hey, this is Alex Terranova, and this is the Dream Mason Podcast. We've been taught to behave, to fit in, to follow the rules, but Dream Masons reject conventional thought. Dream Masons are rebels. They take a chisel to the marble that is typical traditional life. They carve out brilliance and broadcast it to the world. Join me for another chapter as we unmask convention, embrace the rebels within us, and more deeply come to explore the complex and agitated edges of our existence. Now, before we get started, please don't be a rebel yet and grab your phone and hit that little button that says subscribe. Thank you. Because your dreams don't build themselves. What's up? What's up? What is up? I love, I always just do that in, that uh, impromptu unconscious clap when I start the Dream Mason podcast. Welcome back to the Dream Mason podcast. I'm your host, Alex Terranova. Um, if you notice, you've been listening to this podcast for a while. This podcast has been on the air for almost four years. Four years will be in February. We've recorded well over 200 episodes. And for the most part, over the course of four years, almost consistently, an episode, sometimes two episodes, come out a week. Sometimes more than that, maybe three, four come out a month. So sometimes, but it's usually about between three, you know, and six, seven episodes a month. And over the last few months, if you've noticed, I have not been putting out as much content. Uh, podcasts have slowed down. And I wanted to come on here and I wanted to talk about that and that process and what's going on, because what I think is that this is not a me situation, but this happens to many of us in the business world, in the dating or life world, in our general and our general experience of this existence. So the first thing I want to start with is um, the Dream Mason podcast is not done. It is in a period of I want to say like rebirth or renewal um, in evolution, we might call it rebranding. And so thank you if you're, if you're here and you're listening and you've been listening the whole time, I want you to know there's going to be more coming and what's next is, is being created as we speak. Um, and this is where I want you to look at your, what's up for you and in your own life. Again, remember whether this is business relationship, whatnot, if you look at nature, Everything in nature has seasons, summer, spring, fall, winter, right? We don't, we don't just stay in summer. I mean, unless you're in like Hawaii or Southern California, you know, place like Australia, maybe sometimes it feels like we have endless summer, but in reality, summer ends, you know, fall comes into play and then winter, and then we go into spring and whatnot. And with each season has a different process, right? Spring is, is things are blooming. Winter, things are decaying and dying. Um, and all of those work together. No season is better than the others. We might prefer some, but they all support each other in the process of nature. And the process of nature is constant evolution, constant growth, constant, con uh, consistent expansion. But if you look at America specifically, but also a lot of the world, our business model, our life models, go, 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 24-7, never stop. We give ourselves maybe two weeks a year, two days a week, but pretty much it is grow, grow, grow. There, it, it is, in business, it is often 
deadly or thought of as bad to like pause, to slow down, to take your foot off the gas, to maybe let something like fall, like have a season of fall or winter. People don't want that. People don't want to be with that. And I've noticed as I've pulled this podcast and created this podcast for almost four years, that that season of change fall into winter, into spring has never really occurred. We've made little shifts. We've made little adjustments, but that over all this time, it's just been like spring, summer, spring, summer, spring, summer. And I found myself feeling uninspired, unexcited, and simply doing the work because I said I would simply showing up, interviewing people, producing contests, podcasts, because I said I would do it. And it was a commitment, nothing wrong with that. I love that I can have discipline and commitment and I have those skills. And I think those skills are very important for anyone. And that's no way to live. That's not like to be in a marriage or to own a business or to be doing a creative project and simply be doing it because you said you would. That's not living a joyous, loving, happy, desirable life. That's, a, that's like you basically create an endangered servitude to yourself. And that's where we've got to with this podcast, where I went, hey, I'm not going to keep doing this just because I said I would. I need to. It's my job to generate excitement, enthusiasm, passion, and desire around this thing. So I had to pause and go, well, is it to keep going as I've gone, or is it actually time did fall actually happen on its own that season, metaphorically speaking? And now it's winter. It's kind of might be time to let this podcast in a way kind of die or become compostable and then be rebirthed into spring and into its own new summer as something new. Not as, again, right? Like think of trees, leaves fall off, trees, trees have their winter experience where they, they like kind of die. They're not dead, but then they like rebloom and come back to life. And they're not exactly the same as they are. They may have more or less leaves. The colors might be different. Um, but there's a process that's natural and allows itself to grow, bloom, or bloom, grow, kind of fall off and die and then start over again. And that's where I'm at with this podcast. So I'm in a process of looking at what's next. What, 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 what do I really desire around this? How can I provide the most value to myself, listeners, the audience? And what could actually make the biggest difference for the listeners, but also from a place that I can get really excited about? And I ask you to take that on for yourself in your business. If you have a business, if you have a marriage, if you have a relationship and you notice Maybe it's not as exciting as it used to be. Maybe it's not as fun as it used to be. Maybe it doesn't feel the way it used to be. That you can recreate and redesire something new. You can rebirth and rebloom this thing without getting rid of it. You don't have to leave your marriage. You don't have to leave your business. I'm not leaving my business. I'm not leaving um, my podcast. I'm simply looking at how I desire to be, which for me is about like, how do I provide value? And how do I like be excited about it again? That's what I desire. And how do I share that desire with the listeners and the guests so that they're excited and they're happy and the, and the listeners are happy and that you're getting value and that the people bringing value are excited about it and sharing that value. And they're walking away with value. 
If you can do that, if you can reimagine, recreate, redesire, refulfill, then anything that matters to you can continue to evolve and grow. Your marriage doesn't have to end because it doesn't feel good. You don't have to shut down that business because it doesn't feel good anymore or you're stagnant or slow or feel stuck. Now, those are always possibilities, but you can refocus your desire. You can get clear on what it is that's really calling to you, what you're committed to, and then you can reimagine it in a new way. And that's what's coming with this podcast. So uh, please stay tuned. Please save this uh, and subscribe. And as new things come out, um, you'll hear more. Now let's talk about the Tulum um, experiment because I want to update y'all on that. Um, I just came back from the best vacation of my life with an incredible woman who I couldn't be more excited about. Um, so if you've been following along on this, you saw that process. You saw me create a contest out of nowhere. You saw me talk about my dating habits and my and how things and my dating habits and, and how I've made similar decisions that don't work for me over and over again. And how I created a sign of like bachelor style experience online. But the difference was I let friends choose who I would end up with on this trip to Tulum. So um, what do I need you to know? What do I want you to know? What do you want to know? I think what, what people mostly want to know is, first of all, this experience was a success. And well, we never know what the future holds. It's irrelevant. It's a success today and the now, and that's all that there is. Um, part of me is shocked. Like, oh my God, I created this experiment. And like, I met this woman that I'm, I'm in love with, that I'm having this experience with. And she's having the same feelings to me, for me. And that's crazy over a contest online. And it's not crazy at all. Because think about it. What did I do? I had a desire. I, I, had a, I had a calling for a partner, a passion to find a partner. I also had this trip that I wanted to go on with somebody. I was very clear what that, 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 that that's how I wanted it, like, or that was the desire that I had. And I was getting more and more clear every day about the characteristics of the person that I was looking for. And then you had this woman out there in the ether who was also manifesting the man that she wanted in a lot of ways. I don't, that sounds weird, but in a lot of ways that was me. And, um, and then, so I got really connected to that, that desire and that passion. And then what did I do? I created something. I created a process instead of being upset or bitching about the dating world or who I'm meeting or who I'm not meeting. I created something that embodied what I was desiring. And then I created support structures to have it go different, right? So I didn't just date based on like what the person looked like or those things that like, you know, I'm like lusting for. I had these five people supporting me to help me create what I actually wanted. So I had a desire. I created the desire into thoughts, words, and actions through a contest, words on a screen, thoughts sharing with people. Actions was like actually is actually the process of making it. I got support involved. And it clearly worked, first of all, because it vibrated through the ether and went viral to an extent where people wanted to come play with me. People wanted to come play on this journey with me and experience this for themselves. And 
I think there's magic in like, can we always make life like this? And I think the answer is yes, but we'd have to listen to that calling, that desire. And then we'd have to chase it without knowing. I didn't know what the next steps were. We created landing pages. We created posts. We created the judges. We created the whole process simply by following that passion, that joy, that excitement, desire. Like we just let it breadcrumb, 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 not knowing what the final outcome would be or how we were going to go about this or even the step-by-step process. So then we got, you know, in with, with the people that were playing with us, I started getting to know them. And ultimately Evan um, was the person who I felt like I was the best match with. My judges felt like I was the best match with her, that she also felt like she, that I was what she was looking for, right? This wasn't a us pick somebody. It was, we find somebody that we think is a good match and, and they have to decide if they think the same for me. So Evan and I had about four or five weeks to get to know each other, to start dating. Um, And something comes up that people ask all the time, like, hey, when did you guys get like committed? And and when did this relationship like really start? So pretty soon after Evan and I got paired up, um, we had a conversation about like, let's stay inside of this experiment through Tulum. Let's like be in this and see how it goes. And both of us felt really good and excited about the idea of just being together without any outside distractions and seeing what's happens, like being all in on the experiment because the experiment wasn't over. We hadn't gone to Tulum yet. And at this point, we were really still getting to know each other. We've been talking maybe through the experiment for a few weeks to a month. And so now instantly we're in like an exclusive relationship. And what did I learn in this process? And how can you take this? Which is... Because of this, this, you know, we were separated by a screen. We weren't together. She's up in LA. I'm in San Diego. We weren't like doing traditional dates. We weren't having sex. We had an opportunity to really get to know each other, to ask tough questions. We also knew we were going to Tulum. So there was kind of like this looming thing that was happening. So we talked about kids, marriage. We talked about religion. We talked about politics. We talked about how we see the world. We talked about our fears. We talked about what got us excited. We talked about things on a deeper level than I would say we traditionally do when we're dating someone. And this is what made the biggest difference. This process had us connect and go deeper and actually be able to see each other and be with each other on a level that most of us maybe don't get to for months, years, and we don't actually get to find out who we're dating for for long periods of time Um, because we're like protecting ourselves. We're not being fully authentic. We're afraid we want people to like us. We want to be accepted. People want to be accepted. But because of this Tulum trip, it was like, no, we got to get right to it. And I wish I'd been getting right to it for a long time because getting right to it uh, created depth and intimacy and trust and connection. um, Extraordinarily, extraordinarily powerful or in an an extraordinarily powerful way. Um, So then we're in Tulum, best vacation I said I've ever taken. And we were able to touch on and talk about anything. There were times before Tulum and in Tulum where one of us would get afraid. We'd be like, man, this is like so much pressure. This feels scary. Um, I don't know what to do. Uh, like I'm, I'm wanting to sabotage and I'm wanting to mess it up. Think about it in your life when things feel too good to be true. It's like we want to mess them up often. We don't consciously want to mess them up, but subconsciously we're like, ah, oh, it's uncomfortable. And so we both had those experiences. And because of, the work that both of us have done in coaching and therapy, 
um, on ourselves in general, we're able to call out those self-sabotaging behaviors and not let them like buck us off our path. We're able to call them out and, and say, hey, no, I wanna be in this dating or in this relationship. And I notice I'm afraid. I notice I'm scared. I notice that I'm afraid of what you might do or what you might say or, or what may or may not happen. And that gave us both the opportunity. So there were times where Evan got really scared and I just got to sit with her and listen to her fears and then remind her that this is what I'm choosing, that this is what I want. And there were times where I'd get scared and be like, you know, I, I, I think that you might just like get up and leave or that this is crazy and whatnot. And she got to remind me that what she wanted and that she's here and that both of our fears were okay um, and valid and actually speaking them out loud. Think about when you're in a relationship or in any job personal and we have all these fears and we keep them all bottled up. And then what do we do? It's like those fears make us like form protections. We have to protect ourselves. So if I'm afraid that Evan might leave or that she's not into it as much or something, then I have to protect myself, which has me disconnect and pull away, which ultimately is going to make that thing happen that I'm actually afraid of. By speaking it, by sharing it, by connecting over it, we were able to like, I want to say like cut all that shit out and actually be the people that we wanted to be for ourselves, but also for each other. Does this mean that we won't um, have problems or that we'll be together forever? I mean, who knows the future? We have no idea what the future holds, but it means that right now we're able to experience the relationship that we want to have and be the people that we want to be for ourselves, but also for each other in relationship. And right now is all that there is. So there's sometimes there's people that are like, oh yeah, you're in the honeymoon phase. Fine, whatever. But right now is all that there is. There is no future. There is no past. There's only right now. And we get to the future. We'll also be in a right now in that time. So doing the best that we can and being the people that we want to be in the right now is all that really matters. And if we are being who we want to be in the right now, and we're creating a relationship in the right now that we want to create, then that's like the recipe that creates the future, right? The future is not random. The future is built on who you're being now. And the way you show up and the actions you take and the thoughts are like ingredients that you're putting into this cake called the future that you're baking. So many relationships don't start out like that. They start out with us pretending, us trying to get people to like them, us posturizing, trying to get people to like us, trying to get the commitment, trying to get sex, trying to get love, trying to get acceptance, maybe trying to not get hurt. Well, those are the ingredients you're putting in that recipe that you're building. I'd rather be building this, this recipe and this cake design um, or this recipe design or this relationship design. So now uh, Evan and I are together. We're back from Tulum. Um, again, I shared, she, we, live in, we live about 90 miles away from each other. So being intentional about how we communicate, how we like share, how we make time for each other um, really, really matters. And listening to each other and hearing what each other's desires are and what each other's needs are, and then supporting each other to fulfill those things. Um, but I think that the power in that is that it's on the person to not guess. Evan doesn't force me to guess what she needs or desires. She tells me. And if I can sense there's something going on, I can ask, hey, what do you need right now? Same thing with me. I don't have to wait for her to guess what I need or what I want. 
I can actually simply tell her without fear and she can decide how she can support those things. Right. She, if, if I'm like, Hey, I wish you were with me right now. Well, we're 90 miles apart. That might not be a, a, a need that we can fulfill, but there are other ways. Hey, maybe we hop on a FaceTime call. Maybe there's something I need to hear. Maybe there's something she needs to hear. Communication has made this whole experience possible. From the very start, I had a desire with my cousin to find a person to go to Tulum with. I communicated that powerfully. So powerfully so that five friends wanted to be involved. So powerfully so that a website got created, that I was on the news, that I was on podcasts. So powerfully so that women were like, wait, I want to I wanna play in this adventure. So powerfully so that someone like Evan showed up and that her and I got connected. Communication built this from the original desire through the contest, through the matching, through us being in a relationship. I don't know that there's anything more important in human in human uh, relationships than communication. Deciding who you want to be then supports how you want to communicate. And that's a game changer for anything. So I, I think it's one of my favorite things too to, to work on with clients is like, Hey, you don't like how something's going in your business or with your business partners or with your clients or with your, the person you're married to or dating. Well, who do you want to be and how can I, as a coach, support you to craft and cultivate a communication style that supports the way that you want to be? It's not for me to tell you how to communicate or the right way to communicate. That's bullshit. Every two people communicate differently. Every two relationships want to communicate organically and differently. But how can I support you to communicate in a way that effectively supports what you desire and what you want to build and what you want to create together? I don't, I'm like thinking about if there's any other aspect of this. Um, oh, this is, what I, this is what I want to say. Uh, so many of you have reached out and asked can you build a contest for me? Can you make a contest for me? Can you do something like this for me? The answer is yes. And what made this successful wasn't that this thing, right? This contest is no different than your dating apps are going to a bar. What made it successful was the clear desire, the clear intention, the clear taking those things and making the thoughts and expressions of them in the world come out so clearly. Also, the practicing, the working on yourself, the developing yourself. So you show up as the person that you would want to date and that you would want to be. And so you attract the people that you would want to date and that you would want to be with. And they get that from you too. So it's not just a contest. That simply was the tool, just like Bumble's a tool or Hinge is a tool. It was all these other things. So I say this because Evan and I are actually working on something currently to create for you that could support you in finding a relationship, finding love, finding connection in a way that I did, that we did. And if you want more information about that, just reach out to me. Um, and I'm happy to share more as, and you'll hear more about this uh, as it, as we develop it further. And the last thing I want to uh, share with you is um, actually, I think that's it. I had some other, uh, another thought, but I think that's it for today. Um, 
Thank you for uh, listening to this podcast. Thank you for being on the Tulum dating experiment journey with me. Uh, Thank you for being on the podcast journey with me. If you have thoughts, opinions, things that you'd like to see on this podcast, guests that you'd like to to see here, reach out to me. I would love to hear your thoughts. Um, The next evolution, the next rebirthing of this podcast has not been fully decided yet. it's still in the work. So if you have ideas, if you have thoughts, I would love to hear them. Um, Podcasting is something I love. So you listening, you supporting is something I'm really grateful for. Until next time, this is Alex Terranova. This is the Dream Mason podcast. Um, You are a Dream Mason because your dreams don't build themselves. If you desire something, it's up to you to go create it. Uh, If I don't catch you, before 2022, uh, which I likely will do uh, end of year update because I often do. I hope you have an amazing Thanksgiving, uh, amazing holiday season, and that the things that you desire, uh, that you put yourself out there to go get them and go create them. See you next time. Thanks for listening. Honestly, I'm just a rebel who found a cause and has a dream, and I'm super grateful for your support. If you got anything from this, please help me out and share this podcast with one person today. You can find me at thedreammason.com or at inspirationalalex on Instagram. You are a dream mason because your dreams don't build themselves.